Copen and Copenhagen, Copen and Copenhagen, Copen and Copenhagen, Copen and Copenhagen. This is a podcast about hanging out in Copenhagen. Read all about it. Okay. Read all about it. Hello and welcome to the Sick Show, Copen Copenhagen on 97.7 FM. My name is Owen. And across the way from me, who's that fella? Hey, who's that cheeky-looking fella? It's Marius. It's Marius. Ah, this is your modern guide to living in the city of Copenhagen, and we talk about Denmark and Scandinavia and the whole the whole shebang sometimes. The whole shebang. Uh, but today, what are we going to be talking about, Marius? Today, we'll kick it off with the the, the classic news roundup. I got three stories um, for you, for you, some information, and for you, Owen. Yes, I'm doing it in this voice today. Okay. I don't know why. It's a choice. Uh, it's, it's a, a choice. <laughs> it's a strong choice. A Maybe strong not choice. a good one, but I'm sticking with it. <laughs> no. Then we got uh, an interview coming up with um, Frida Hammershoi, uh, who's um, yeah going to talk to us about this up and coming uh, book festival. And we've all missed festivals, and here's a festival for you. It's coming up on uh, September 5th, and uh, yeah, it's a very uh, just around the corner. It's interesting. Tomorrow, goodness gracious. Uh, yeah. Book festival. Nice. Yes. And then we got some hot tips. And that's the show. Yeah, let's get into it. You're on sick. Uh, Marius. Yes. The news. The news. Well, um, I'll kick it off with a, a public service announcement for people who live in Roskilde and uh, Lyra municipality. I know what this is. Yes. Because I was there today. Yes. And I nearly made the mistake of doing it. Oh, well, you should. They, like, pushed it out of my hand. Did they? Oh, yep. okay. Amazing. Uh, well, uh, sadly, uh, there's been uh, signs of pollution in the, the drinking water coming out of the, the taps in Roskilde and Lyra uh, municipality. Uh, therefore, you must boil your uh, water uh, for a minimum of two minutes before you drink it. Uh, or use it for cooking, or washing your dishes, or brewing coffee. Uh, it's okay to have a shower. Uh, you don't have to boil your water before you have a shower. Mm. Um, but uh, they, yeah, they're encouraging everyone to take this seriously. Because uh, yeah, it's it's um you don't want to get the runs. Uh, I was I was going to say Ebola, but it's not Ebola. It's um E. coli. E. coli. Yes. Ebola. It's not Ebola. It's E. coli is yes. in the water. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I, I was I was going to take a I was in Roskilde for something today, and I was going to take a, a sip of water. He's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, and okay. then and then I went to wash my hands and I washed my face and I'm like, oh god, no, <laughs> oh no, am I? But now that you've told me I can have a shower, I feel I. Feel i feel i should be okay yes so if i if i get if i get a bad tummy it won't be because i washed my face no <laughs> so uh but how does that happen how do you yeah that's, that the, so that's the concerning thing because it's uh they're they in the the article doesn't um reveal why uh why they're investigating it um but yeah they 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 don't know why and they're taking like some uh, samples and stuff like that trying to figure out what it is um but uh And and you know that's you know they do these routine checks and that's how they just discovered it. So Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like maybe a week had gone by before a routine check, mm. and everyone everyone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> People with an imagination can uh, imagine what Owen was gonna say there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, and those without an imagination, the mystery will remain. The mystery <laughs> will remain. <laughs> that's part of the you know the ex- fun of it. I the mean. fun of it. Yes. Uh, Oh, let's just let's just. I'm just, no. There's too many. Oh, <laughs> what? Fuck it. We'll do it. We'll do it. I'm gonna list up all the uh, the cities where you're gonna have to boil your water now. You ready? Okay. Roskilde, Daub, 
Karmstrup, syd for Karmstrup, Vorfrue, Tjerby, Yderhastrup, Tre Kroner, Marbjerg, Storhed, Himmelvæld, Hvidevæld, Stor Valby, Lille Valby, Valby, Torup, Grundsømille, Østrebæk, Kirkerup, Svoverslav, Lundby Strand, Lundby, Stor Karlby, Lille Karlby, Ryge, Ulestrup, Aarup, that's it. Not Østrebæk. Really? <laughs> yes. Don't tell me it's in Østrebæk. Oh no. Yes. Poor, so, la- poor so, Østrebækians. Yeah, Østrebækians. <laughs> Wait, no. did you say Volby? Valby, yes. That's fucking. That's that's Copenhagen. That's uh, that's Valby, but uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, but like I like. Yeah, it's very close. It's very close. If I cycle there for to to meet a friend for a beer, it's Copenhagen. Yeah, okay. that's that's really close. Mm-hmm. And it's a uh, stor Valby and little Valby. Oh my goodness, big and small Valby. Yeah. There oh you no. Go. There you Not go. Not little Valby. Not little Valby. What will <laughs> we do? They're the cutest. <laughs> All right, moving on. Yes. Uh This is also uh drinking related. Another thing you can't drink. Well, you can drink it, uh, but not for free. Because uh, due to coronavirus... Yes, that was very... Uh, Vague. It was a great segue, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the long-held tradition of uh, J-Day. You know what J-Day is? The Christmas one where they go out and give shitloads of shit beer to bars for free. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's taken a break uh, this year due to the coronavirus pandemic. No way, really? Pandemic. Yep. The blue Santa Claus trucks are not going to be around town. No, Casper has confirmed it will not be distributing any free Christmas beer on the first Friday of November. Um, and yes, for those who don't know, it is traditional uh, tradition that uh, this uh, Tupo Juleborg is released at uh, 8.59, where girls and uh, and I did a uh, new story about that they're also now sort of having guys, because mm-hmm. it used to be sort of a bit... Uh, sexist with its girls in short blue skirts and Santa outfits yeah, would yeah. you know come and deliver this beer, um, but they uh, they've stepped it up a tiny bit and also had some gentlemen join. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's right. There's there's girls there too. It's okay. There's no no. It's fine. The girls are, there's fellas there too. It's fine. <laughs> the fella the fellas, the fellas. <laughs> they're taking advantage of the fellas too. <laughs> the, the fellas have skimpy shorts on. Yeah, very tight. <laughs> Speedos, yes, <laughs> but they're blue also. It's brilliant. We It's brilliant. All, we, everybody loves it. <laughs> but yeah, normally uh, Cosberg shot the fire. <laughs> normally Cosberg makes uh, a big deal out of this, uh, mm-hmm. but they they don't believe it's feasible to start planning a party right now. Duh. <laughs> uh, the beer will still go well, on sale. Well done, Carlsberg, for fucking catching up to the rest of us. Yes, yes, yes. So um, if you're uh, banking on getting some free beer that day, you can't. Speaking of uh, gatherings, oh. I am nailing the segways today. Is that what this Fucking is? Fucking amazing. Yes. Yeah. Um, as we know, uh, Corona has uh, been a been a thing here in 2020, yeah. and uh, Denmark, you know, we we to some extent been um, doing really well with this coronavirus. Uh-huh. Um, but a study by um, uh, Imperial College London, Imperial Leather. College London. Foam. <laughs> Imperial Leather Foam. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Imperial College London. Yes, which sounds very, very legit. Um, <laughs> meh. Have uh, done a study sort of uh, in uh, in countries around the world. Um, invest Looking at sort of the level of uh, how... how well, How detrimental has coronavirus been to our social sort of uh, going out? 
I'm still sure going out. You know what I mean when when like <laughs> it's good. actually it's we're going to talk to somebody later on who um who specializes in translation of yes. languages. So maybe we should be able to help you later on. But no, I've no idea what you mean. Been here right now because I'm definitely <laughs> struggling. Um, so as in the, the 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 social and emotional impact of us not going out as much. Yeah. So so the whole story that the study shows here yeah. that that Danes um have uh and and Danes are also known for not being the most outgoing and social people. Why is the imperial leather like Emporium? royal <laughs> royal imperial Darth Vader imperial college, college London uh, uh, studying Denmark? Well, it's not only Denmark. They've they've uh, Denmark was the uh, they sort of the country. They've, I don't know if it's every. It doesn't say if it's every country in the world they've talked to, but uh, Chad. <laughs> What's happened in Chad? Twenty countries surveyed. Right. Yes? Okay. From that, it shows that Denmark uh, was the country in the world that had the lowest rate of avoiding inviting guests into their homes in week thirty-two. Wait. Which say is that, August. Say, say that. Say that sentence again. The lowest. Denmark was the country in the world that had the lowest rate of avoiding. Inviting guests into their homes, so two negatives. So they were inviting people in. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. <laughs> were inviting the most people in in that week. I mean, yes. Right. Um, Sorry, my, I'm I'm tired today. That that took me a while to to understand. That, that was a bit of a convoluted sentence. Yeah. There was a double negative in there. Yeah. Uh, the figures show that just 14 percent of Danes have uh, completely avoided uh, having people over for some kind of huge action. Uh, which uh, tied us with the Netherlands for the lowest country out of these 20 countries surveyed. Um, Interesting. Yeah, but and you could say is this because we're uh, we're now starting to uh, sort of slack on uh, sort of the holding back on socializing. Sorry, I interrupted you when you were doing when telling what 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 week was that again? What was the? That's that was the beginning of August. Okay, right. Okay, so relatively recently. Relatively recently. Yeah. Very recently. Okay. Um, um, yeah, Imperial Lo- College. Uh, Imperial so leather foam. <laughs> uh, Darth Vader. Don't don't do this. Imperial College. lamp. Uh, <laughs> college. No. Imperial. Imperial. Ethereal. Ethereal. Wow. Uh, they surveyed around a thousand people in each of these 20 countries, and judging from the figures coming out of Denmark, the Danes have definitely become less vigilant in recent weeks. Uh, over 60% of Danes said that they uh, avoided inviting guests into their homes in uh, week 24. That was June 14th uh, to the 20th. Yeah. While almost 88% said they avoided uh, gatherings more than uh, with more than 10 people uh, back in June. Uh-huh. And now we're we're uh, a lot more sort of lax with this. Which is maybe also why we've seen a surge lately. Yeah. Um, But also, we were we were much less on lockdown than other countries at that time. True. Yeah. So yeah, we didn't we have were, it as as hard as others. No, no, no. We like since June, we've kind of been like, all right, things are a little easier now. I was hitting the bars in June. Yeah. Right. W- yep. Right. That's okay to say because that was that, that was, was it was legal. It's it was okay. Legal. Yeah, Good. yeah. That's okay. Right. That's fine. <laughs> dodge that bullet uh so yeah so it just to me it's a little bit interesting also because yeah danes are quite often known to not being the necessarily the most sociable creatures only during summer but maybe maybe this sort of having 
had a bit of a restriction has opened us us up more. I don't know. I'm but is it not? Is it not keeping with the hugge kind of like um, come to my house? We'll we'll true. And, and maybe maybe it's not. Maybe it's only still within our own sort of social circles. Yeah, exactly. Right. Probably I not mean, expanding into yeah, yeah. inviting strangers in. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. would probably not also not be the best thing to 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 do right now. Hey, buddy, what bus are you getting? <laughs> no, no. Oh, me too. Uh, you wanna come over for some uh, fish cake? <laughs> Gonna go back to back tonight. We have some um, Remy and fish curry, cake. <laughs> curried haddock. No, what, what curried? Haddock curry. <laughs> what was the one with curry? Curried. Uh, uh, herring. Herring curry. We'll have some uh, curried herring. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know why they're shouting, but they are. <laughs> the thing is, they're on opposite sides of the road. <laughs> but they were on the bus. Oh no, they're okay. going. They're, oh, so, but they're going wrong, uh, Going one direction. He's going uh, into town. The other guy's going out of town. Okay. I'll see you back at the, the station later on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great little uh, scene there. Ex- And scene. And scene. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> All right, but uh, yeah. Have you been on the buses since the, the masked vigilante became uh, everybody n- no I we're have, all vigilantes uh, no now. I've only like I returned from uh, I've only been done the metro once mm. no twice and worn a mask and uh, the first time I it was before the ban came or the restriction came yeah Um and I was coming home from London so I wore the face mask the whole time oh, yeah, the metro okay. going back sort of from the airport back to into the city were you wearing a, did you have to wear a mask in England yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that was instead sort of Shops and s- supermarkets and Fuck. anywhere. Yeah, okay. You go to restaurants, but you have to wear it going in, and then you can take it off when you sat down. Huh. Um, and that was just, yeah. They're they're finally doing something, so I'm not gonna shit too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 doing, no. But uh, yeah, yeah. it it was a lot of restrictions and a lot of rules and a, a lot of sort of signs on the floor. If you went into a shopping mall, it was like, walk here, don't walk there. Mm. Two meters here, don't go up that stairs. You can go down here. <laughs> In the elevator, you must face the wall. <laughs> like there was a lot of What? stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They face had the like wall. they had like a corner. Fucking in the elevator that where you would have to stand and look into the corner they had like shoes sort of a sticker with shoes facing that way if you go into a supermarket or anything like that now they, it, they, they've worn away those floor stickers telling you where to go and how directions they're, they're all worn out now yeah people I think people are still amazingly enough people are not just bumping into each other <laughs> no I know, I know I know people are we're not just all like squashed yeah. together I the... don't know how to function <laughs> is this what it used to be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there is an element of that like I don't want to take too much The piss, but like there is an element of also sort of people can sort of because I think actually in and when we were in England, like it stopped the flow because people were like constantly like looking at the signs and like, oh, don't walk here, walk here, two meters there, like and kind of like people can also navigate the space themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and sort of, yeah. oh, I'm not gonna. There, are people are coming towards me. I'm gonna step to the side. Mm-hmm. Um, so was a bit of that but coming back when i came back and there wasn't this restriction yet it was a bit sort of like people were looking at me like oh, wait, with the fucking face mask what the fuck what's this about, man? Yeah, what's this about? so I now i'm a little bit like yeah yeah motherfuckers yeah I'm a, i remember <laughs> back in february flying back to ireland for something and getting on the plane and somebody was wearing a mask before everything hit the shit hit the fan and all when it was just like this casual news article yeah. you'd see on the bbc every now and then or whatever you're looking at mm. i remember seeing someone with a mask on then i was like Pfft. Yeah. <laughs> oh, why didn't we listen? Yeah. <laughs> How little we knew back then. Like, yeah. it, they, well, that, you couldn't that, know. Whoever that person was 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 onto it, yeah. or maybe just maybe just had got a nose job. I don't know. <laughs> maybe <laughs> could have been anything. Could have been anything. 
All right, but them, uh, them the new zone. Thank you very much, Marius. Yes. Now you know more now. Yes. Don't uh, drink that water in uh, Roskilde and all those other cities. <laughs> uh, this weekend. Yes. I know we're going to be doing hot tips, but mm. I'm going to give one off early. Ooh. There's a liter- literary festival, I said it. Liter- literary festival. It's a tough word. Uh, happening. It There is. And uh, we're speaking to uh, Frida, uh, who's uh, one of the volunteers at the bookshop sh- bookshop um arc arc uh in Mulegel where the festival is also Mulegel yes this saturday 1 to 10 there's going to be live readings mm-hmm. there's going to be beer there's going to be food food potentially baklava music yes it's going to be brilliant it's going to be really nice and there's going to be room because it's going to be 100 people yes uh they've had to they've, th- this festival has gone on uh, for eight years now Yeah. Uh, sadly, they've had to pull back on what it can be, so it's going to be a smaller affair, uh, but it's still going to be amazing. But I did start off by asking Frida to tell us a little bit about what quarantine festival will look like. Yes. Yeah. Um, because of COVID, we are only allowed to be 100 people. Yeah. Which, like, the previous years, maybe two or three hundred people have been there at once. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So we have to close the street completely. And then each end, we will have a person with a clicker. Oh, so you're going to still close the the street? Yes. Yeah, yeah. W- wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's interesting. That's good. Yes. <laughs> no traffic. No traffic. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's perfect. So is it, is it one in, one out kind of a situation? So once you have 100 people in, if somebody leaves, another person can come in? Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. And what's 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 the atmosphere you go for with this festival? Because it, it's a lit- little, literal, little, little. Please finish the word for me. Literary. Literary. Like, why can't I say that? It's a long day. Literary. Uh, little literary festival. Yes. Right. You have. Owen um, is the native English speaker on the podcast. <laughs> want to make that clear? <laughs> Technically not native, but we shan't okay. get into politics. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, but it, it, there's also like this kind of. Festive vibe to it. So, what, what what are you trying to achieve at this festival? I mean, during the day we have, or like we have a big stage, yeah. where the artists are going to be and read from their book or poems or whatever. Yeah. And what we have done before is that we have a, we have some couches and we have some chairs, so we have this kind of like lounge feeling. Like during the day, we also have a bar where you can buy beers. Yeah. Um, and we have food trucks as well. So we want this like pretty chill, like listening to. Some literature, like drinking a beer, mm. kind of like nice Saturday afternoon mm-hmm. feeling. Nice. Yeah. So very like Huga is like <laughs> esque yes. on, on yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, that was a correct. Yeah. How did you get involved with this, Frida? Yeah. Um I got involved last year. In ARC we were talking about that we we needed some volunteers to organize this festival. We are like three spaces doing it. ARC mm-hmm. Books, Mulligals Bowhandle and Literature House. Yeah, it's ma- it's mainly art books and uh, Mulligan's Bowhandle. Mm-hmm. So last year it was like we needed some volunteers to work with Mulligan's Bowhandle, and I was on the board last year, and I was like, yeah, sure, I have a lot of time, I can do it. So I was the only volunteer from ARC last year, but this year we are more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just uh, after a year in ARC, I got in in this. And can you tell us a bit about ARC? Well, ARC is an international bookstore run by volunteers in mm-hmm. Nürburgring. Um, we have a lot of like international exchange students or also just expats living in Copenhagen. Yeah. And we all like books and like to read. So we have this small community 
where we read books and talk about books and have parties and hang out and run mm. a bookstore. It sounds very nice. Yeah, I mean, that's just like, that's yeah. ide- idyllic, isn't it? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit like a. I'm I'm so glad that there are there are still actual bookshops sh- in in Copenhagen. It's a bit like sort of record shops popping up again, kind of yes. like mm-hmm. so appreciative that that's still a thing, because um, it yeah it does have a very nice soothing atmosphere. I feel like it's a nice space to enter. Have you ever been there? I haven't. No. No. No, and I I have no excuse because I've been told about it many times. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> But I need to, I need to pop down. Uh, and uh, how many people do you, do you actually are, are all of you running it? How many volunteers are there? Uh, I think at the moment, like active volunteers, we are around 20 people. Okay. Yeah. And is that enough to keep the place going? Like yes. you, you're able to. So like you have two sh- like you have a morning shift and an evening shift. So it's like from 12 to four, and then from four till seven where we close. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, yeah. And you mentioned that uh, was that arc where where sort of the literature that a uh, uh, that is in the shop is sort of uh, inspired by the the volunteers who work there sort of the, it changes around and sort of yes you can always if you have read something nice then you just order it home from the store and then you can recommend it to the customers yeah okay wait, wait. Uh, so that's super nice yeah yeah that must be nice uh, uh, as working there that you can sort of also influence the sort of yes it's great like everything that is in the store someone has read at some point yeah okay which is uh yeah you can always ask a colleague for a recommendation or <laughs> what they are reading at the moment and then it will probably be something interesting mm. so can you could you as an author like could you if you're a sort of a struggling writer or something <laughs> which i'm sure there's a lot of um come in and be like hey i have a book <laughs> or, or what's the yeah what's the vibe no, in that sense we have Like a website that we order books home from. We don't okay. do like commission sales. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Unfortunately, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just destroy that <laughs> dream of your, mine. Yeah, your book is not getting on those shelves. <laughs> God <various>. damn it! <laughs> that was the only reason. No. <laughs> no, I'm not a writer and never will be. Um, so, so for the the festival, uh, how, how many years have the festival been? Is this the first year? Or? No, this is the eighth year. Eighth year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Um, And how 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 are you sort of uh, is because you send us a list over the uh, sort of the program? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Um, is it uh, both sort of Danish speakers and will there also be international speakers or or what's um, the like? We wanted to have some international people coming over this year, but because of Corona, yeah. then we couldn't mm. like fly people in. Yeah. So it's mostly going to be like small Danish uh, authors. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is there something uh, in particular that you're looking forward to, or sort of? Mm, I'm really looking forward to IB 101, the yeah. last act, the music. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think that's going to be really cool. Oh. I just I looked that up because I didn't know what it was, and it sounds really cool. Uh, but that is it's kind of uh, music. It is music, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, pop yeah. solely music. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds very nice. Danish. Uh, it's in English. It's a, yeah. Because uh, I've 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 I have I used to read a lot. I used to read loads, mm. but in the last four years, maybe pretty much since I moved to Denmark, I, my my reading has just really dropped off. Yeah. I find it so difficult. I think I think it's my um, my concentration has dropped. Mm. My concentration levels are so short now, um, and or I, is it just that we've gotten used to other types of media? I think doing a podcast but also i've listened to a lot of podcasts yeah, yeah. and i think that's stealing away from a lot of my book reading time mm. like i'm I've, i'm still reading the same book that i started before corona 
We, the one we talked about the last time. Yeah, yeah, I'm oh still God. in it, which is quite sad. I also used to read quite a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so th- that's also why I think it's important sort of to have these communities that sort of encourages reading more. Um, that's you, also what the festival is about. Yeah. It's about... Encouraging and... Mm-hmm. Bringing it out there to the people, making it more like eye to eye. Yeah. It doesn't have to be something super fancy, but you can just come and chill. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think I think I think it's something we're forgetting about more and more. Like a good like reading a good book and and also like like kind of looking through authors and different styles of writing and stuff like that. I I like because we like I know when you're like for me when I was a teenager or like late or early teen twenties um there used to be those all those books you'd have to read. You know like oh, did you read 1984? Did you read A Picture of Dorian Gray? Did you read like Catch 22? Like these are like the ones that everyone's always talking about. Mm. But I I find I th- I think there's like a, a cutoff point where people stop pushing it, themselves that way, you know? Yeah. Maybe it's a bit like music. You also stop at one point with sort of you <laughs> some people's music taste stopped mm. at, in, in a certain decade. Yeah. And I think there are studies done around that. Maybe it's the same with books, I don't know. Yeah. Um and um, do you have like genre, like uh are pe- are people sort of oh you want to talk to Steve, he knows all about this genre. <laughs> I'm assuming I don't know if there's a guy called Steve, but like <laughs> let's say there was. Or how is it? Do you do you have people of certain expertise within sort of certain yeah. styles of literature? Or uh, we have uh, at the moment our theory section is really big. Yeah, with, okay. like critical theory and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And we have some like theory guys. Okay. Um, yeah. Otherwise, no, I wouldn't say so. Okay. Well, yeah. Fair enough. Do you think the theory thing is is because of the, the you know the times we live in? It, like, do you think people are kind of going that way a little bit more yeah 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 you can see it through the books and stuff like that yeah yeah okay so like four years ago five years ago it might have been much more like romantic romantic novels that that, that love and and then like now it's a bit more hardcore political science (laughs) (laughs) and what is happening in this world i read the that you have this um which i thought was kind of interesting this i don't know if i'm pronouncing this correctly marunage marunage that was on the program ah yes yeah Uh and the way I could understand so this is uh sort of a, a critical uh look at an old his uh, book history book do you know it? uh by by a I'm reading from a website right now <laughs> <laughs> Danish historian Ove Hornby but you were sort of he wrote about the West Indies uh, colonies that Denmark had yeah uh, and and a not very critical uh view he had on it in back in the 80s but I, I can understand that you've done an uh Like th- uh, there's been a translation of his book into English, ah. but then there's also been uh, um, there will be sort of a talk about sort of um, yeah having a more critical outlook on this book, even though they've, which I think is quite honorable, they've actually translated the book that they're criticizing in order for people to read yeah. the material that they're going to criticize. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They translated it from Danish into English also, mm. um, but I just thought that was also something very topical given sort of the times with Black Lives Matter and sort of our, uh, yeah, looking at our uh, colonial pasts. Um, mm. So that, that that's quite inspiring. Inspiring, I guess. Mm. Do you know what the talk is? Is this no, a, no, unfortunately okay. not. Just <laughs> <laughs> putting you on the spot there. <laughs> okay, um, yeah. that, that would be something I would check out. Mm. <laughs> um, is there anything, what what kind of food are we? Uh, can we expect also at this festival? Do you know? We will have food from Ishtar. Uh, de etniske rødstrømper oh, on Blokkersgade. I've heard about this, yes. And I read the email saying what they were going to make. It sounds really nice. Yeah. They will also make some baklava for dessert, I think. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, oh, nice. It's going to be really good. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is is there any particular books you think we should check out in the bookshop at the moment? Anything that you saw recently that? Mm, I mean, I have my classics. Yeah. 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 Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I really like a guy called Ben Lerner. Mm-hmm. He wrote three books. Uh, I'm translating one of them from English into Danish mm. called uh, Leaving the Atosha Station. Mm. How is that translating? How, how, how like? Uh, I'm just doing it for fun. I don't <laughs> I don't have a sponsor yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to sponsor a translation, uh, yeah. please contact. <laughs> But how, how tricky is it f- to... What... <clears throat> How how do you approach that? How do you approach getting somebody's... So what style of book is it for for, for a beginning? It's like autofiction, not like about the author's like early 20s kind of. Okay. Yeah. Uh, And do, do, you, do you spend a lot of time like... It, how much of it is it through your own words? I know you're translating, but how much of it is like this is untransferable in like direct quotations? So how much is it like your... Uh, <laughs> feelings about what what the author is trying to say it's really difficult yeah first of all yes mm, yeah. i i didn't know that it was going to be this difficult when i started the project yeah um it's really frustrating when you know exactly what they are trying to say mm-hmm. but you have to write it down in a different language who doesn't have the same words or you know an atmosphere in english is can be super different yeah like the word can It's really frustrating and mm-hmm. a very <laughs> time-consuming process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So would you like, would there, say if there's a phrase you wanted to translate, would you write like four or five different versions of what you think yes, it may be? Yes, and then I can I can think about it for several days. Like, really? How the fuck do I translate this <laughs> sentence? Yeah, yeah. Give, can, can, you, can you give an example? Yes, so like this guy is in a museum and mm-hmm. he's walking around from painting to painting. And when he sees a new painting, then he starts to cry. Yeah. And then the author describes that he's looking at a painting and then he absolutely lost his shit. <laughs> and this sentence was nagging me for weeks. Mm. How absolutely lost his shit. Yeah, I don't know how you can say that. <laughs> uh, oh, that's a fun challenge. Yeah, nice. He. Yeah, I don't know. No, wow. it's... <laughs> That seems like not even that hard to translate, but absolutely lost his shit. But if you really want to get that atmosphere that yeah. he had been getting you into for the last couple of pages or so, yeah. then this very specific description, mm. yeah, it, yeah, you need you need to bring it as close as possible mm-hmm. to what they're saying. Because mm-hmm. w- you you could say tap the trollen, but that doesn't quite do sort of it justice. Losing its shit. I've been mm. thinking about tap the smog, Anna. Yeah, okay, yeah. lost his cookies or something. <laughs> Which works in Danish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's be the the flip like translation would be like in Danish lost his cookies to English being like lost his shit. He yeah. Lost his shit. Is that that's that's close, right? I mean. <laughs> and does this does this help you to like because you you work with international people yourself? Do you, does this help you kind of like understand people more when they speak to you now and like do you or how you try to like get your opinion or your emotions across to people? I mean, there is always something lost in translation when mm. English is not your first language and you have to. Um, but I mean, it helps to read and it helps to translate because you think about the language more and the words that you use. Mm-hmm. Um, it can also be frustrating sometimes because then especially if you don't know what to say but mm. like you have it in your head yeah both with translation and in real life like it yeah. Be, yeah yeah 
That happens to us all the time on the podcast. Yes, it, like <laughs> daily. Daily. But I, I find it interesting because being in uh, Copenhagen, um, where English is just a, like a very easy accessible language, like so you don't have to be an English spe- native speaker to to use it here to communicate with everyone. Um, there's so many uh, specifically like relationships of like people from two different languages using English to communicate, mm. neither of them having English as the first language, you're like, <laughs> that must be so tough. Yeah. But I guess it almost then, beca- you, what you do in most relationship, you find your own language, kind of, even though you share maybe the a common tongue. Yeah. But like, I think they're in sort of, di- yeah, you kind of discover your own kind of language almost. I, But that would be interesting to when it's two people who are not speaking their mother tongue. Yeah. Like what 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 type of English do they sort of? Yeah. How do they get around that? Yeah. Right? yeah. I, I I was I was um, seeing a, a, a Swedish uh, lady for a while and um, uh, she had excellent excellent English like perfect fluent, um, but we still had misunderstandings of like tone and phrase mm. and it really it it. it it was uh, like a detriment to the relationship by the end of it because it was, you'd say something being really earnest about that particular way, but just misunderstanding a phrase or like maybe in Swedish it means something a little bit different to say it like that. Or It was really, really difficult. Mm. Really difficult. Um, and written word is so precise. It's so chosen. And then try to 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 bring that across. I mean... Uh, yeah, that's definitely a, a challenge. I yeah. yeah. Imagine. Is this, sorry. Yeah, no, I was thinking back to school. Having to translate stuff was frustrating, but then a whole whole book. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And uh, then, yeah, then you didn't really have to honor the... Because you also have to capture sort of the tone of the language, which yeah. is like a whole other aspect of it. Yeah. Mm. Well. I, I honestly, I think there's there's a like a small aspect of everybody living in Copenhagen where we're all like, unless you meet like someone from your hometown or like someone you're, you grew up with, that you're always like... I'm in my own little bubble here. I hope you understand what I'm saying to you now. I hope you understand the tone. Like even even like mm. you and I communicate all the time. But yeah, there's yeah. There, there, there's ever slightly a chance that there's some misinterpretation because I have I come from like rural Ireland and I might have a phrase or a tone or something like that that mm. you know for sure. Like it's it's yeah. It's, it's, I've been thinking about it a lot in terms of sort of because also the written language in now that we're all communicating via text or you know social media and like the, I think the written word is kind of changing if, if I read something if about uh, if you want to piss off a a millennial or whatever we call them just use uh, full stops and commas <laughs> 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 and and I think there's some truth to that because yeah. like most texts don't have a comma like, no no I think no. I would be like why the fuck do you like I, I guess that makes sense to have a comma there but like it's just a text mm. but like our language is also almost kind of the written language is kind of changing and I'm yeah mm. we need books to keep it alive <laughs> I guess and do you, do you think... find the style of writing to change like as we as we like uh, as we grow older what am I saying like modern day modern writers ro- modern authors has it ch- does their writing style change yes definitely yeah. I would say so uh, I've mostly known I've mostly noticed it with like Danish stuff yeah okay um, yes I mean now like prose or poems or like lyrics in general they the stu- uh 
<laughs> I lost the word now in English. <laughs> if you say it in Danish, I... Like, compositionen. Uh, composition. Yes. Mm. It's completely different, like... Also just because artists are working so much with, like, visual poems in the mm-hmm. small poetry collections and stuff, like... Yeah, yeah. The whole layout mm. of poetry is different now, mm. I would say, before... I was reading some H.C. Anderson earlier today. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Deep cut there. <laughs> and like his sentences are so long and so descriptive and, and very beautiful, but that doesn't have happen in the same way today at all. Yeah. Mm. Um, but that's maybe kind of inspired by text because texts are yeah, also yeah. these like very sort of short sentences. And you're used and to reading the short sentences. And that, yeah. So yeah. naturally, and that's what i write the most i mean that's text yeah. messages and, yeah. and stuff yeah. so yeah. like that's also what you read yeah and mm. we're we're we are like adapting as we go without even knowing it that's the weird thing about the whole thing yeah yeah mm. but then i think the importance is this fine because it's we should also be open to this kind of change and it's only interesting to see how poetry evolves or any kind of prose really but it's also preserving some of this like well but 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 there is a an actual language here in a way <laughs> like yeah uh, yeah i was thinking i like when you whenever you read like old-timey letters or like even like from the 1950s or something like that's not even that long ago and they're just so well like that's something you do often i i it's a pastime of mine i'd okay, like to great. i like to <laughs> find old letters and read them um no but they're they're so like eloquent and well well put together and uh mm. I'm like, oh. and I write, I write a letter. Someone's like, "Hey Mick, uh, weather's been good. Uh, God, <laughs> I got pissed last week with the guys. Uh, work's going fine. See you later." You know, like it's like it wasn't like you know. I, I, I there was a letter I, my uncle wrote years ago, and I remember reading it. I found it, and he was like, um, he was on about living in Spain, and he's like, um, "No, no more trips to the to the bunker for coal." And like it was just it was just a nice little and like it was a little phrase and I was just like that's a nice phrase right because he was just like it's been lovely here da 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 and then he just put that little line in it and it means he has doesn't have to light the fire anymore because it's warm mm. and it's just this nice little I like it was just like a nice phrase yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. or something like that I'm I'm, I'm paraphrasing but like uh, yeah it was it was it was cool I think we're yeah we should try harder but that's why we should go to this festival on Saturday yes yes which is starting off at one o'clock and going till ten yes there's going to be food and beer and beer. And books. And books. <laughs> and music. Yes. And poetry. And poetry and sofas. That sounds like a a, a splendid time. And the uh, Hansbrit. And, <laughs> and hand sanitizer. <laughs> Will people have to wear a face mask? No, I guess not. No. Nah. No. <laughs> nah. If you want. If you want. Yeah. We won't stop you. Yeah. <laughs> well, Frida, thank you so much for coming in and talking to us. Thank really you. Really appreciate it. Um, and definitely, uh, this is definitely a festival that people should go to, but also um, the art bookshop, I think. People yeah. should definitely go down and have a go look. Go check and, it out. Yeah. Yes. And if people wanted to get involved, is there a way of communicating with you guys? Then you send uh, an application via our email, info at artbooks.dk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you just write, hi, I want to be a volunteer and some stuff about yourself. Perfect. Yeah. Well, Thanks thank so you so much for coming in. Thank yeah. you for having me. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much, Frida, for coming in. That's going to be a very cool event, and I, I, I recommend you go there. Yeah. Go go read some more books also. And okay. I'm going to read a book this month. I swear to fucking God. Ooh. I swear to God I'm going to read a book. I've started one. What What are you reading? Uh, um, I'm going to hold you to it. I'm going to get like... Good s- Omens. Good omens. Yeah, oh. I'm gonna. It's a Terry Pratchett book plus somebody else wrote it. I'm gonna f- fucking read. It was a gift, and I'm going to f- read it. And 
here's here's my promise. Ooh. It is currently when when will you be done? Eight thirty on the something of early the uh, September. Of September. Yep. By the all right, give me a date. By don't be silly now though. Nineteenth. <laughs> Fuck off! No, I'm a busy man. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going on a beach holiday. Okay. <laughs> By the end of the month, that's all you're getting. Thirty thirty days in September, isn't it? Thirty days in September, April, yeah. June, and the rest. Uh, yeah. All right, go on. Fuck it. Fine. Fine. Okay. And I if will, I will put this in my calendar, and it will it, the alarm will go off, and I will I will call you, Owen. And if and I, I if I haven't completed it, I don't know anything <laughs> about. <laughs> if I haven't completed it, yes, then I think uh, you. Oh. 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 You're gonna. You're gonna. You're gonna. <laughs> you're gonna. Hug. You're gonna. You're gonna have to down a Juleborg. Yeah. A Christmas beer. I'll get you one. How are you gonna get them? They're not. But they're still you, selling it. You got it, You got your connections. Free. I got my connections. What? When? When is it? The first November. Mm-hmm. Fuck. All right. Yeah. Fine. All right. Shake hands. Not shake hands. Yeah. Shake. 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 shake, shake. We're shake, not doing it because you're, you know. Yeah. Um. Uh. But uh, okay, I'll do that if I ask you to do something. Okay. Will you calm down on this little project thing you've got going? You were meant to come. You were meant to. You're half an hour late getting in here at the studio today. But I just think it's there's there's really there's really juicy story there. We I I I I gotta follow through on it. I got a I got a really exciting um, tip. And like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to follow through on this. Like we want to do something, like big here. But at least How can we, we not gonna... do it on the podcast? Because it's not a podcast thing. I want this is like a this is a rabbit hole of like, of evil people doing stuff, and I need to I need to uncover it. And yeah, I'm sorry. Marius is. Um... I, yeah, you'll you'll see you'll see. Okay. I'll prove you wrong. Uh, I'll know you're try and keep you up to date on the Facebook page. Keep an eye out for what Marius's um, investigation entails. Uh, but until that, until I finish the book, which I bloody well will. Yes, you will. Uh, and that's not for that's not for weeks of until people find out the the, the outcome of that bet. What should I be doing in the days to come? What's the hot tips? What hot tips can Marius bring us? Well, leopards. I don't know. I don't know why I got so worked up. You got out. very got worked, worked up yeah, there. there you go. <laughs> um. Well, I was looking a bit at uh, something called Nordic Ocean Watch Denmark. Oh. And who have uh, joined up with Copenhagen Water Sports uh, Festival 2020. Um, it's also this Saturday, the okay. 5th. Um, so uh, if you're not uh, sitting with a nice book and a nice beer yeah. uh, in Mullekel, you could uh, meet up on Amastrand Park. Um Or uh, from uh, two to uh, sort of they, they're meeting from two to three thirty, yeah. and uh, this is a day where you will get the the sort of the chance to do some good. This is their spiel. Do you want to join a day where you can take care of the ocean and try different types of water sports? Then you should join our cleanup at two p.m. during the festival. Copenhagen Water Sports Festival is a one-day event where you and your friends and family can try out different types of water sports. For free. 
What? Mm-hmm. Wow. Kayaks will be available during the cleanup, and you can try both cleaning up trash from the beach and in the water. Um, so I think, and you might have seen this in um, if you've been during the summer, been uh, in, been bopping around the canal. Yeah. Yeah. So going for a little swim. Yeah. 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 Whoop. Getting your toes wet. Whoop. And your armpits sucky. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you might have seen somebody in a in a in a kayak <laughs> yeah. with a sort of a, a, a sort of a, a, a bag where they could pile in uh, garbage, and mm-hmm. that's sort of this idea where you can rent a kayak free. That the only thing is, excellent. you have to go uh, clean uh, the canal. That sounds beautiful. Yeah. So um, check out Nordic Ocean Watch Copenhagen Water Sports Festival 2020. I, I just I, before we continue mm-hmm. to the next hot tip, I just want to remember WWF. Or you know World Wildlife Federation Foundation Foundation, yep. and then there was World Wrestling Federation mm-hmm. WWF, and they went to court, and they're like, one of us. We're both really well known. I didn't know. Did they go to court? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's why WWF isn't the wrestling one isn't WWF anymore. It's WWE. Ah. Um And they went to court, and they're like, we're both incredibly well known. One of us has to be uh-huh. WWF, and WWF World Wildlife Foundation won. Right, so Good. the panda lads one. Yeah. Panda lads. <laughs> I feel there's a similar battle going on here for the phrase water sports. Ooh, there's there's a very distinct thing a water water sports means in a different set of society. Okay, is this this where you have to use your imagination again? Yes. Okay. And for me, that I know what that means, and there's lots of people listening who know what it is. They're just going to think of that. So you're saying, water sports festival Copenhagen, bring the family. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, who am I to judge? Who I'm, am I to judge? I'm just one second. I'm, I'm gonna. Actually... And while you look that up, I'll tell you about my 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 second hot tip. Can yeah. I do that while you? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Go Great. For it. Uh, Friday, because uh, I also want to give you something to do Friday. If you like a bit of bossa nova, some Latin jazz, you can go lounge with. Rot Girero. I probably butchered his name. You, sir, you absolutely I did. definitely did. I'm very sorry. Uh this is at Cafe Schultzplatz. Um and this is a very nice little uh cafe uh at a nice square. And uh the Brazilian musician uh Rogiero fucking still butchering <laughs> is uh is uh um yeah popping in and he's gonna play uh his uh his own music and uh he is Uh, very good on a guitar. Let me just say, he has a, a soothing voice, and uh, he will take us into the sensual atmosphere of, uh, you know, Copacabana, Ima, Ipanema. Yeah. 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 All right. And uh, yeah, he'll do that with his uh, his bossa nova and his own uh, sort of nova. own personal touch. So um, if you wanna wanna get the last bit of the summer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Go to Cafe Scarlet's Place on Friday, um, at. Six to eight, and listen to some uh, bossa nova, Latin jazz, and lounge. I've I see no double entendre with that. That seems totally what legit what it is. Um, but the other one, totally, totally, <laughs> it's okay. totally, it's totally. People are going to be listening, going, <laughs> "Water sports." <laughs> <laughs> so, did you have something for us, or uh? no? No, I was just double checking. That was the phrase, but it totally, totally isn't it, the phrase. Okay, yeah. where where did you check that on? Dictionary. <laughs> Very, very, very modern dictionary. Very modern dictionary. Great. Called Google. 
Excellent. Well, uh, then, then, uh, but then, and then, yeah, go, go support the um, the the book festival. Yeah, uh, absolutely. In on the on the fifth. Um, get some beer, read some books, sit on the sofa, have a good time, listen to some music, get get a little bit rowdy. I like the fact that they had gotten complaints. Yeah. I l- oh my god. That that made my little heart happy. <laughs> just the, I just imagine like some people reading books yeah. in a really aggressive way. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this goddamn oh. book. <laughs> just gotta read it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Go check it out. Uh check out our Facebook page for links to the events we were talking about. And also um Check out Spotify uh, for listening to the podcast, which you've just probably done. Mm-hmm. And uh, check or out iTunes. Or I- If fucking you're on iTunes. iTunes, get on iTunes, man. You, you guys, someone, someone, <laughs> please. <laughs> someone, please give us a five star review on iTunes. Yes, we're um, good on a lot of platforms. Not on iTunes. iTunes is just not hitting it for some reason. Mm. We need to. We need anyway. Uh, what else was going to? Oh yeah, yeah. For all other articles for, for uh, the articles we're talking about, and mm-hmm. also some fantastic history articles, which we will be talking about again very soon. Ooh. Check out the Copenhagen Post. Yes. And uh, that's it. That that's it. That's it. That's all I have to say. It's been a pleasure, Owen. Absolute pleasure, sir. Thank you. Good night and God bless. <laughs>